Hey, what's up, you guys? We're getting closer on that drive to Dayton. It is episode number seven. We are getting all geared up for regional week, which starts tomorrow with the annual Division Four regional semifinals on Tuesday. So there will be um, a slew of games tomorrow that we will... Yeah. One Division One game tomorrow as well with uh, Hoban and St. Ed's. Hoban and St. Ed's going to be a little bit different tomorrow, and they're going to play on Tuesday. Um, so definitely looking forward to this week. Uh, we got the top, well, I don't want to say top, but we got 16 teams remaining in each of the four divisions, only 64 teams left in the field of nearly 800 teams, which is incredible. So in two weeks, uh, we dismissed over 700 teams. That is uh, that is crazy. Well, gentlemen, um, let's start this the way we always do. Well, let me hold on one second. Let's, let's congratulate Mr. TJ on his district picks championship 39 wins 25 losses uh it wasn't pretty um but a win is a win uh you know first off i'm going to start by uh you know thanking god my family <laughs> without them i wouldn't be here today i thought you might write that as a twitter post <laughs> yeah i appreciate you guys for for participating without you yeah this wouldn't be possible <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of like a. Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a real pretty, uh, pretty tournament. Um, no. It's kind of like the Big Ten. Um, I finished at thirty-seven and twenty-seven. Roth finished at thirty-six and twenty-eight. So. <laughs> I I will say this um, to Roth's credit. Uh, he went out on a limb. Um, a good bit more. Um, Until it broke. Yeah, yeah, it broke. Um, the, you know, Roth would have would have had a legit chance. He got a slow start. Um, Middletown crushed him early, um, and then I I just needed to win a couple of like the tight games, like Smithville losing on a buzzer beater, Highland beating River on like last second free throws. Gilmore beat Ursuline. Those were three I lost to you and TJ. That was that was what killed me because I think I only got like two close ones. I don't think I had Gilmore. Uh, I had Smithville as well, I believe. And yeah, those are two one? that those are two that Stubbs got. Yeah, you both um, had Ursuline. Yeah, we both had Ursuline, TJ, and then the Highland River game. I think you both had a Highland and I had River. Yeah, it's funny. I'll probably bring them up later on in the show, but uh, kind of hats off to Gilmore Academy. Uh, they had a very similar season last year where they had highs, lows, ups and downs. And then, you know, come late February, March, they figure it out and they get it rolling. I think they had a, a very kind of close win against Gerard. Yeah. Uh, and then they turned around and upset Urson just a few days later. So, you know, hats off to Coach DeCrane and the seniors over there. They got a good group. So, yeah, I think so that game, 
That game with Gerard, I think, went into overtime. Yep. Um, they were that team all year where, like, all right, I know they got three pretty valuable pieces back from that team last year, and it was just like I, I was mad at them all year. I was like, you know, they'd win a couple, and I'd be like, ah, here they come, and then they would just get hammered by somebody. I, and and I guess devil's advocate a little bit, it's just, there were a lot of teams that were like that this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you look at the like a, a Walsh Jesuit who who's still playing. They got Stowe um, on Wednesday, I believe. But like, God, I mean, Walsh started off. They beat Ignatius and St. V. I, I don't know if there's another team in the state that can say they did that this year. Uh, and then they turn around, you know, would lose to an Austin Town Fitch, uh, like a North Canton Hoover late in the year. So this season, just as a whole, was probably one of the the more weirdest seasons I think I've. I've covered since I've been around. Eds can also say they've done that, but they did also lose to Ignatius. Yeah, that's true. Good call. Let's jump into um, our teams of the week. Uh, Roth, I'll start out with you. Who do you got for your teams of the week? Yeah, so I went with two Division Two teams, uh, and the first Division Two team that I went with is Rossford, um, they beat Wasion, a team that I believe beat them in the regular season. Yeah, 38-21, to not even close. And then they follow that up with a 48-34 to victory over top-seeded Toledo Central Catholic. Uh, Rossford has a trio of seniors, uh, Derek Borst, Jake Morrison, and also Brendan Revels. Um, Forced is committed to Indiana State University. Um, so they're a team that could definitely make a run in Division Two. And then my other Division Two team is Kettering Alter. Um, they're another team that I, I think went through uh, some ups and some downs this season. Um, had some big wins, but then also would follow that up. Uh, with a couple tough conference losses, but they came out. Um, they beat Dayton Meadowdale in the district semis by 18 points and then upset uh, Taft, who was one of the top teams in the state, uh, 46 to 43. Um, and now they get a rematch with a Dayton Dunbar team that they played earlier in the season. So, um, That'll be an interesting one, um, as the winner of that game will likely take on Dayton Chaminade Julian um, in the regional final. But um, Dunbar actually got Alter 67 to 65 um, in the regular season. Anthony Ruffalo with 28 points in that one. He'll need to be um, good again, as in the district final, Ruffalo 13 points, but it was senior AJ Lean leading the way with 19. And it, it seems like those those seniors at, at Alter have been playing for forever now. Uh, I remember I would go to go watch uh, Jacob Connor, I believe, when he was a sophomore. Uh, you know, those guys were playing, it, some as freshmen. Uh, they all started uh, as sophomores. So, yeah, it just seems like, man, these, these guys are, it's, they've been around forever. What was the, the guy at Kansas, Perry Ellis? Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like that. Um, and it's interesting, too, because Alter, right, they lose to, you know, they lost to Dunbar early in the regular season. 
if they happen to get by Dunbar this time around, then they have another rematch with Chaminade Julian, who I believe they, they beat in the regular season, right? Close? Uh, yeah, two losses, uh, each by seven points. The only uh-huh. loss CJ took uh, to an Ohio team was against Carroll. Carroll. Yeah, that's what it was. But, yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, I would say for, for my teams of the week, I think we were all in attendance uh, for the, the Newark Olentangy Liberty game. Uh, I thought that Newark just put on an absolute clinic uh, on both ends of the floor. Uh, they're just so fundamentally skilled, especially on the defensive end. I thought Grant Burkholder, I, like I haven't seen a, a, a ton of tweets and stuff about him, uh, but that's a kid who I thought was probably the best overall performer of that entire day. Uh, I think I would say at the end of the third quarter, I looked up, he had 22 of their 30 something points. He probably assisted on another eight to 10 of those points. So he was a guy that just had his fingerprints all over that game. Um, and then my other team that I'm going to go with is out of Southwest Ohio. Uh, so I was eyeing that Fairfield Huber Heights Wayne game. Uh, I thought it would be one of the more entertaining district finals, one of the more competitive games. Uh, and Fairfield just kind of proved me wrong. They came out one seventy six to 51. So, yeah, tip my cap to, to those seniors down there. And I'm hoping if we get a, a Centerville-Fairfield regional final matchup, uh, I will more than likely make the trip on Saturday. Good list, gentlemen. Um, I went a little different af- uh, after I asked you guys who – who you were going to go with um, kind of, let's just say it's kind of like a honorable, not even an honorable mention, but just there were so many teams um, this past week that, that really could have been um, given these awards this week. Um, three teams in division one, I thought had great weeks. Westerville South, they beat a rival that beat them twice in the regular season, Westerville North. Um, and then they go on and beat Dublin Jerome again for the second year in a row in the district final. Um, Perrysburg um, just absolutely boat racing Lima Senior um, in that district final. Uh, Akron Hoban has been playing outstanding. Uh, they beat Glen Oak and Nordonia. Just, just destroyed Glen Oak. And I believe Glen Oak... Ben, I think they held Nord, I think they held Nordonia scoreless in the third quarter. Now, didn't Glen Oak beat Hoban in the regular season? They did. They played at the I think it's like the Spectrum Orthopedics Classic in North Canton Hoover. Yeah. Uh, Glen Oak Junior. Jacory Lipkins had like the putback at the buzzer. Uh, that was at a point uh, in the season when Glen Oak was absolutely rolling. I think they started off the year nine or ten and zero. Uh, had a few big wins, and yeah, the Hoban game was one of them. Yeah, there was no need for a putback um, on Saturday or, or um, on Thursday. That was a, a just a dump trucking. Uh, D2, uh, Van Wert and St. Mary's 14-game winning streak and then absolutely destroys Defiance, a team that beat them in the regular season. Um, I think they beat them by 26. Uh, Tri-Valley, um Beat St. Clairsville and, and John Glenn. Uh, Fairfield Union 
team that just kind of all year under the radar just kept winning games, winning games, winning games. Uh, they beat Gallia and New Lex. Uh, Cheney does it again. Um, I'm not getting fooled by them next year. Um, they beat Alliance and Canfield. And then Glenville. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Glenville. They beat Benedictine and CVCA uh, again. To... And with, uh, with Glenville, too, it's kind of an awesome story because Coach Holt, I believe, is retiring after the season. Uh, so to see him go out with a district championship and, you know, potentially room to get one or two more, uh, I think it's just an awesome story for a really good guy. Uh, dude's always been, you know, nice to me from day one. So, yeah, definitely a nice little feel-good story there if you're a Glenville fan. Yeah, Zach Jackson is a Glenville fan. Um, <laughs> shout out, Zach. Um, D3, Wayne Trace, got got to – Got to give him a shot. I can't, can't even. Hey, I, I love Zach, man. I don't know what <laughs> what day that was, whether it was, was it Saturday? Saturday. Man, whatever day it was, Zach had time that day, man. So yeah. I, feel like he, I feel like he's good for one or two of those tweets a season, man, and it just never disappoints. So He, uh, he may have had a few pops Saturday <laughs> <night>. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, uh D3 Wayne Trace, uh, interesting. I, I was standing in line at Chipotle and I was looking through YouTube to see if there was any live streams on Saturday night. And boom, that game popped up. Um, long story short, Kyle Stoller hits the game winning three uh, to beat Emmanuel Christian 50 to 49. Uh, how about North Adams? Uh, they knock off Minford um, and Lucasville Valley. Beachwood is a team we haven't really talked about too much on this show. Um, they win the district. And then D4, uh, Franklin Furnace Green uh, beats unbeaten Fairfield, Leesburg Fairfield. Federal Hawking, got to be mentioned. 53 years the last time they won a district. Uh, and then Patrick Henry knocks off Ayersville. Thought that was a really good win for Patrick Henry. Uh, when you said team and, and twelve. I didn't realize. I mean, you just rattled off the the whole state. Hey, man, I I, I didn't want. Stubbs got twenty percent of the sixty four teams left yeah. in in the tournament right now. I they didn't want anybody there. that anybody that really did something uh, special this week. I didn't want them to go unnoticed. Um, yep. So yeah, Patrick Henry knocks off Antwerp, which would had been playing extremely well. So. Shout out to those teams. Um, I'll just go ahead and. What's that? Got a quick question for you guys before we move on. Uh, While I was trying to figure out my team of the week and player of the week, uh, what's one game, uh, whether it was uh, the margin of victory or if it was an upset, uh, what was the one game you guys thought was probably the biggest surprise to you from from Friday and Saturday or Sunday? Hmm. I'm going to go margin of victory, Perrysburg. Um, I mean, they're a senior-laden team. They got a lot of shooting. Um, but Lima Senior has dominated that Northwest uh, sort of double district. And Perrysburg could do what they did and win by almost 40 points, almost doubling Lima Senior. Uh, that sent a statement 
that if they can get by Toledo St. John's, it's not going to be a cakewalk uh, for the winner of the Cleveland side uh, in that regional final. Yeah, I agree. Um, from a few of the people that I've spoken with out in Northwest Ohio, uh, they say that Perrysburg team is just really tough. Uh, you know, they limit you to one and out. Uh, they have a really good zone that they do. They box out. They make shots. Uh, I know you saw them, Ralph, and, you know, I've seen plenty of tweets about about that junior or the shooter. I mean, he's had multiple games this year, six, seven, eight threes. Um, they, have, they have a really good senior, Matt Watkins, who I haven't seen in a while, um, but he's been a really good player since he was young. So I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, if Perrysburg can get past Toledo St. John. Uh, you know, how they'll fare in a game with either Ignatius or Garfield Hyde. Um, but I would say probably my surprise is definitely the Wayne Trace over Emmanuel Christian. Uh, I remember right after that, you know, that tweet went up and the result came out. Uh, there was a lot of murmurs down in Columbus. People just kind of shocked. Uh, and I was too, uh, just based off seeing a Wayne, Tra Wayne Trace not that long ago take a loss to Tiffin Columbian. Um, I thought Junior Brooks' lockup was incredible. I thought they had a few guys that can make shots. Um, but I just thought, you know, even though Emmanuel Christian has had a lot of turbulence this year and some dysfunctional stuff going on, uh, you know, from losing their coach early on and things like that, um, I just thought the talent would at least win out uh, for them as far as the districts and, and maybe regional semis. Yeah, I'll get to – I think, you know, when you look at – Jerry, like guys like Jerry Easter and Darren Peterson, uh, super talented players, guys that are going to have a, probably a future making a lot of money playing the sport. It just goes to show you, like, when you think about LeBron James and you think about O.J. Mayo, those guys never drop the ball. I mean, you talk about LeBron, you four straight Final Fours, four straight state championship games with the target on their back every single time. Mayo, same thing. Um, outside of their freshman year, um, you know, state championship, state championship, goes to Huntington, state championship. Like, th those guys like Peterson and, Spring, um, and Easter are fantastic. But the guys like LeBron and Mayo and those guys that we were spoiled with for – a, you know, a time frame um, were just just different, different. And I know everybody wants to go, he's the next this, he's the next that. Those guys were different. Um, I, still, I still tell people all the time, O.J. Mayo is the most polished sophomore and junior in high school that I have ever seen, not just in Ohio, but in general. I mean, that, it was just unbelievable how composed that guy was. Poetry in motion, man. Yeah. Um, I would say the two uh, Ottawa Glendorf shellacking of Spencerville kind of. I, I thought OG would win. I just didn't think it would be, you know, that lopsided. Um, I thought the Van Wert defiance game was going to be close. Um, that was extremely lopsided. And you know, I thought Princeton would win. I, I thought Moeller would would give a better game than that. Um, figure something out, muck it up a little bit, you know, do what they do. But to get beat by 20-plus, um, that was a little surprising to me. And I know this isn't, you know, 
a great molar team by any means, but still, uh, to lose by 20-plus was really surprising to me. Yeah, and when I saw Moeller earlier in the year, um, a few, uh, I saw him twice. Uh, they really, at times, uh, struggled to accept pressure, uh, and they didn't really have that guy or that guard that could get by, turn the corner, and go make a play. So when you pressured them and you really kind of pushed the tempo against them, they, they had a hard time. I saw that with uh, Centerville. I know Roth was down there when they played Princeton the first time. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be, be interesting to see how this Molar team bounces back next year. Uh, they'll have a lot of young, talented forwards and bigs that are all coming back. So, Yeah, I think that was another group uh, of kids that kind of spoiled Molar for a while. You, you, you don't know when it's happening, but when you can look back on it and go, oh, shoot, Molar had two NBA players on that team, and they had a, you know, uh, probably a, at least an honorable mention all-league guy in, uh, in Davenport um, yeah. at UC. I mean, when you look back on it that way, um, it, it's, it's incredible. Like, two NBA guys on the, you know, on the same team is, is – um, that's just remarkable. And that, that doesn't happen all the time, which is why you've seen Mueller kind of come back to the pack. All right, let's let's uh, I'll go ahead and start with my player players of the week. Uh, two of these were more of like um, just their play on both ends of the court, and then one kind of more of offensive that you saw this week. I'll mention him first, Dalen Green at Sandusky. Uh, he has twenty nine points um, against Lexington. Sandusky forced thirty one turnovers in that game. Uh, that's usually gonna that's usually gonna get it done. Um, and then the other two guys uh, I thought were just super on both ends of the floor, which were uh, Amari Spiva at Pickerington Central and a guy you mentioned earlier, uh, Grant Burkholder of Newark. Uh, Burkholder was unbelievable. Just getting yep. in, getting in that lane, shooting that little floater, you know, that leaning floater that he does there in the lane. I mean- he, he was shooting floaters from like 15, 17 feet. Yes. Man. He had one floater from almost the three-point line. Yeah, I feel like you don't see too many kids who have like that patented floater in their games anymore. So it's he's, kind of refreshing not only to watch him play, but just Newark play in general. He's not, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world. But no. he plays exceptionally hard. And all those Newark guys, and you could say the same for Bradley as well, they – they are much stronger than you think they are. When you when you look at some of those guys, you're like, eh, but they are much stronger than you think they are. And uh, you know, they I thought Newark out toughed uh Liberty on Saturday. Um they got every loose ball, they got every, you know, every rebound that was uh, you know, equal opportunity. I thought, you know, they just and they got guys like, you know, the sophomore that just knows his role. He's going to reverse the ball. He's, he's, he does a great job of talking. He was keeping those guys, you know, especially um, Meister can, can get a little bit hot-headed at times. Uh, you know, they calmed him down. So I just thought it was an incredible team effort by Newark on Saturday. And, you know, I wouldn't expect any less. Quackenbush is um, he's got to be in the top five to ten in the state as far as, you know, guys, no X's and O's guy and motivate and all that stuff. So 
Um, those are my players of the week. I would, uh, I feel like I have to go with CJ Hornbeak. Uh, me and Roth caught them, I believe that was last Tuesday, uh, against Finley. Uh, and what was not a very <laughs> pretty basketball game, I think that's an understatement. Um, but CJ hit uh, a pull up three right as the buzzer sounded. Uh, he's another guy who's been starting for four years at Toledo St. John. Uh, and that win, I think, helped propel them into, you know, beating Toledo Whitmer, which is a team they split with in the regular season. Uh, so Toledo St. John, man, just uh, they're very, very well prepared. They overhelp. They're tough. They move the ball. They have a really good guard. Uh, so while they might not be the deepest or the most talented team, I still think that they have an outside shot uh, in that Perrysburg game. Uh, my second player of the week would be Turtle Kwasniak. Uh, so I, obviously I've been getting texts and calls from Babe for the last two years. Uh, it was nice to finally get out and, and see Turtle play. Uh, and he didn't disappoint. I thought he lived up to, to all the hype. Uh, he finished with 34 points. He shot 7 to 13 from three. Uh, I mean, we say it all the time, but this is a guy who had, like, in-the-gym range. I mean, it didn't matter if it was off the catch, off a dribble handoff, off a pull-up, uh, flare, pin down. I mean, it was he, – he shot in about every way you could imagine on Friday. And then uh, you mentioned Westerville South earlier. I thought their backcourt of Cruz McClure and Jalen Wheeler was phenomenal on the offensive end. Uh, I, those two guys just made just a plethora of just tough, contested shots off the dribble. Uh, I thought Cruz McClure was also really good on the defensive end. Uh, I feel like it takes a, a real crafty, sneaky guy, you know, to steal the ball from Ryan Nutter not only once but twice. Uh, so he's a kid who was, was kind of a big surprise for me, a kid who I saw as a freshman and liked them, thought he was athletic and could guard. But I think the jump that he made in terms of his offensive skills and his floor game, uh, it was uh, it was nice to see. Uh, so that would be that would be my last mention. Uh, Cruz McClure and Jalen Wheeler of Westerville South. So my two guys, uh, first one, uh, Jonas Nichols at uh, Archbishop Hoban in Akron. Um, he's a guy who um, has a couple mid-major offers, um, can really create for himself in isolation and. Um, uh, Stubbs mentioned uh, some of their impressive victories. They shot the ball incredibly efficiently from three-point range against Glen Oak, and, and he was a part of that. And then uh, really secured up on the defensive end against Nordonia. Um, and then my second uh, player of the week is going to be uh, Caleb Lovely from South Point. Uh, this was a guy that Stubbs mentioned uh, when we were previewing this district. Um, but the lefty scored 39 points in their district championship victory over Zane Trace. Um, he was athletic, got to the rim whenever he wanted, and led South Point to their first district title since 1990. I like it. Um, I was, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have seen Jonas Nichols more than I have, but when I, when I was looking at him, I was like, his build looks like somebody, and it dawned on me, he looks like, uh, his build looks like Rajon Rondo. Like, that, that is what his build looks like. Uh, he's, you know, what is he, probably 6'2", 6'3", maybe? Yeah, yeah probably 6'3". about 6'3", 
real, um, real uh, long yeah, he, though. Yeah, he actually slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, from last year. I mean, he just has such a big frame, strong, uh, really strong legs and base. Knows how to use his body to create space. Uh, like Ralph said, I mean, he's probably he's in the conversation for top ISO scorers in Ohio. I think as his feel starts to come around and the game slows down a bit for him, I think he's got a chance to be a really, really good player, not only at Hoban, but wherever he chooses to go at the next level. Well, all right, gentlemen, that'll wrap up kind of our rewind from last week. Um, so it's our show, and we can do what we want. So this is our chance for a, a do-over here. So we're going to go through our regional picks and whatever we said a couple weeks ago, just forget it because we're going to, we're going to do what we want here. Um, so before we make our picks, let me, let me just remind us who we picked to win the state a couple weeks ago. So I had pick central Reedy Lutheran East Richmond Heights. Uh, TJ, you had Centerville, Dayton CJ, Reedy as an honorable mention, Lutheran East, and Richmond Heights. And then Mike, Mike actually had two honorable mentions. He had Centerville with St. Ignatius as an honorable mention. He had Dayton CJ, and his honorable mention was Lutheran West. Uh, Division Three, Emmanuel Christian. Um... They let him down. Uh, and then Richmond Heights. So we were Richmond Heights across the board. Um, and I would be surprised if any of us have changed our opinion on that pick at this point. No. Um, I, I, I haven't. I, I, w I didn't think that you guys did either. Um, so we'll start with, <clears throat> we'll start with Division 4. Um, in Athens in the Athens um, region, you got Furnace Green, North, North Side Christian, Federal Hawking, Berlin Island. Um, for me, the only question mark here is who's going to win that Green and North Side Christian game? Um, I'm going to go with North, North Side Christian. I think they have the best player in this game. Um, and I'll take Berlin Highland, and I'll take Berlin Highland to advance out of this region. Shocker. I have Berlin Highland as well. Uh, one thing I've learned uh, during this time of the year, you don't bet against Berlin Highland, uh, especially in that region. Uh, so I don't think much else needs to be said. I think defensively, regardless of who they have, they're phenomenal. They, they're physical. They talk. They're in the gaps. Um, they're just a, a team that's tough to score on. And if they got guys that can put the ball in the hoop, they have a chance to be really good. Who you got in the top game, TJ? Oh, uh, I would say I would probably go with Northside Christian uh, just because I'm more familiar with them. I've seen them early on in the year. I think they'll have the, the most talented player on the floor uh, mm -hmm. and sophomore Landon Vanderwalker. Uh, so he's a kid who I got to see quite a bit in the spring and the summer. Uh, so I think anytime you have a, a legitimate Division One target, uh, in a Division Four game, I, I would say I like your chances. So, Kurt with Highland, TJ with Highland. Roth, what you got for us? Is Roth frozen in time? There he is. Oh, there we go. I'm back. All right. 
Roth, who do you got in uh, Athens region? Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the same picks as you guys. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Berlin Highland to win uh, the region and Northside Christian as a runner-up. Um, Franklin Furnace Green, their star player, Levi Sampson, um, he was battling injuries and, like, cramps in the second half. Really gutsy performance for him to go out there, made some key offensive rebounds, putbacks, and assists in the fourth quarter as they upset top-seeded Leesburg Fairfield. Um, but I think Vander Walker is going to be too much, um, especially if he's not at 100%. Um, and I just think Highland is the most complete team um, in this region uh, now that they beat River, uh, who was originally going to be my pick. All right, down in Bowling Green, you got Marion Local, Patrick Henry, Convoy Crestview, Mohawk. I will take Marion Local after getting out of the MAC district tournament, beating uh, St. Henry there in the final. And then I will take Convoy Crestview, who survived Auto Autoville in double overtime, 63-61. Um, and then I will take Marion Local to beat Convoy Crestview and advance to the Final Four to meet Berlin Highland. I have Convoy Crestview and Marion Local as well in the regional final. And I actually have Convoy Crestview winning that region. Um, yeah, what about you, Roth? Uh, so I'm going to agree with Stubbs, um, but I'm going to make the trip up there on Tuesday um, for the regional size. So. Uh, excited to see four new teams. Um, always something that I try to do at this time of the year, uh, see new teams that I haven't seen this regular season. And I haven't seen any of these teams previously in person, so should be a good day of basketball at BG. All right, over in Kettering, on the other side of the bracket, uh, you got Patriot Prep, Jackson Center, Rushi, and Troy Christian. I'll take Jackson center up top. And this game below is tricky. Um, I feel like this could go either way. Uh, but I am going to take Rushi um, to meet Jackson center. And then I will take Jackson center to advance to the final four. I am going to go with the same regional final as you. Uh, but similar to the last region, I actually have Rushi winning. Um, so that, that was a team that I got to see, uh, got to see play for about a half down at the Fort Lower Me MOK Classic. And I, I was just surprised by like just the amount of different guys they had that could put the ball in the hoop. Uh, I think in that game against Willard, they had two or three guys that finished with 20, another guy that was hovering close to 20. Uh, so I think whenever you have that many capable scorers in Division Four, uh, I like your chances. And, I think you guys mentioned it earlier, um, our last show, the fact that they did, you know, they won the, the baseball state championship. Uh, it just seems like that program, that school in general, just kind of got things rolling. So they're my pick. Yeah, I'm going to uh, copy TJ this time instead of copying Stubbs. Um, these were two teams that split in the regular season. Uh, Rushi got the first one uh, and Jackson Center got the second one. Um, should be a very interesting game. I think in Division Four, um, the two most interesting games in the regionals are going to be that Richmond Heights Cornerstone game, and if we get uh, the Jackson Center Rushi game, um, I'm going to go with Rushi over Jackson Center. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can go wrong here. The, the, the thing that had me lean in Jackson Center is this is Elchert's last year. He's retiring after the, this year at Jackson Center. And uh, I think that sometimes that can give you a little bit of a boost. So we'll see. Uh, that'd be a fantastic final, regional final. All right, in Canton, Colonel Crawford against Dalton and the Fighting Babe Kwasniaks of Cornerstone Christian against Richmond Heights. I will take Dalton up top. I will take Richmond Heights down below. And then I will take Richmond Heights to advance to the finals, to the final four to play Jackson Center. I have the exact same picks. Uh, I have Richmond Heights over Cornerstone Christian, Dalton over Colonel Crawford. I will say I am torn uh, on what I will be doing tomorrow, whether I make the trip to Kent to see uh, Hoban and Ed's, or if I drive up the road and see that D4 doubleheader. Uh, I think Cornerstone Christian, here's my prediction. I think Cornerstone Christian comes out. I think they punch Richmond Heights in the mouth. I think they make a ton of shots. I think they play with a lot of energy. And then I think eventually, I think the talent will kind of settle in and, and take over. I will take Richmond Heights down the stretch by double digits, but I do think it will be a very fun competitive game. All right, we will be back with Roth's picks here in a minute. And we're back on the drive to Dayton. We are anxiously awaiting Mike Roth's picks in the Canton Regional. Mike, what do you got? Yeah, so I'm going to switch it up. Um, one of the few different regional semifinal picks. I'm going to take Colonel Crawford over Dalton. Um, this is a team that's done a lot of winning. Um, they had two really good seniors last year, um, but they moved down from D3 to D4. Um, they got another couple impressive seniors this season, so I'm going to take them uh, where they will fall to Richmond Heights. Uh, so I got Richmond Heights making it to the Final Four, beating Cornerstone Christian and then Colonel Crawford. All right, so my Final Four picks, I'm going to go Marion Local over Highland, and I'm going to go with Richmond Heights and ja over Jackson Center in what I think will be a really good game. Um, but I will take Richmond Heights, and then I will take Richmond Heights to beat Marion Local in the finals for the D4 state championship game. Clubs, we got the same bracket. Uh, I will take Richmond Heights as well, but I will take Richmond Heights over Berlin Highland. Woo. Who actually, wait, the only difference between me and Stubbs is I had a Rushi instead of Jackson. All right. Rest safe. So none of us have switched. Richmond Heights is still winning it. So go, go out there and make sure you bet that one. Um, all right, Division Three. This could be this could be crazy. Um, Bowling Green, Wayne Trace, Canton Central Catholic, Ottawa Glendorf, Cardinal Stritch. Um, I'm going to take Wayne Trace um, in the first game, and then I think Ottawa Glendorf, Cardinal Stritch could be interesting. Um, I just think this OG team is on, on some kind of mission right now. So I'm going to go OG Wayne Trace, and then I will take OG to return to Dayton. Uh, I have the exact same picks. 
Uh, I believe that maybe OG uh, tunes into the to the <laughs> to the podcast every week. Uh, I think they've probably felt a little disrespected uh, by the Luther Nice talk uh, and the fact that we thought that they had the, the toughest road to Dayton. Yep. And I, I think they are out to prove us wrong. Uh, so I will go out of a Glendorf over Cardinal Stretch, and then I will take them over Wayne Trace in the regional final. You know how uh, some teams put, like, nobody believed in us? I'm a, Coach McLaughlin, you can put, you guys are on upset alert against Cardinal Stretch. I think you guys are going to win, but they're on upset alert. I am going to pick OG to beat Cardinal Stretch, but if you were giving me a spread, I'd be taking Cardinal Stretch with, with the points if you're making it uh, anything more than five. Um so I think OG wins, but I think it's going to be a tight one. Um, I am going to pick Wayne Trace, uh, and then I am going to pick OG um, to win more comfortably over Wayne Trace if that is the game. But they're, they're on upset alert. All right, now to everybody's favorite region. Let's head to Athens. Uh, Columbus Aquacentric against Garraway. I believe that was the regional final last year. And yep. then South Point and North Adams. Um, I will take Afrocentric in the top game. I think Garraway will make this game a little closer than people think. Um, they did last year as well. Uh, and then the bottom, I think that's a pick them down there. Um, I'm going to take South Point. Um, and then I'll take Afrocentric to beat South Point. Afrocentric will play Ottawa Glandorf in a rematch of last year's uh, incredible state semifinal game. Uh, I have the exact same picks. So I have Afrocentric uh, over Garraway and South Point. Uh, I will say, though, I think this Afrocentric team, not that they, um, you know, I, I, obviously I'm picking them to make it out. Um, but I do think, like you mentioned, it's going to be a little more challenging than people think. Uh, I think you're just going against teams who, you know, I put a target on your back, teams that have probably heard that they're going to lose all year. Uh, so I think it just provides a little extra motivation this time. And if Afrocentric's not ready to play, it could go either way. Yeah, I was at the uh, Afrocentric Garraway game last year. Um, and I, I think it's going to be similar to that one uh, where Garraway kind of hung around for a little, like around three quarters, and then Afrocentric went on like a 6-8-0 run, and the lead went from 6-14 to 14 really quickly. I think that's what you're going to see in that one again. I'm going to switch it up with you guys. Um, I watched North Adams and South Point. Um, I think North Adams is a more complete team. Um, South Point, they couldn't have gotten more than five field goals from kids not named Caleb Lovely. That's going to be an issue um, if that repeats against North Adams. Um, should be a great battle between 2024 kids and Branson Copas and uh, Caleb Lovely. Uh, but I'm going to go with North Adams. I think they beat a better Minford team and have a little bit more scoring options. And then uh, I am going to pick Afrocentric uh, to return to Dayton. All right, over in Kettering. Tri-Village moving up a division, last year's state runner-up in Division 4. Uh, they are returning to the regional in Division 3. 
They will play Harvest Prep and then Preble Shawnee, Miami East, in the other semifinal. Uh, I think this is a really tough region to pick. Um, I think you could see any of these four teams make it out. 100%. Um, I think I'm going to go try Village um, over Harvest Prep. Uh, Not typically do our Central Ohio teams fare well heading down to the Southwest, which is why most of them try to jump at going to Athens. Um, I mean, who wouldn't want to jump at a chance to go to Athens? Well, seeing you would be a highlight. Uh, Miami East got some dissension going on right now. Um, Oh, man. I'm still going to go with Miami East um, against Tri-Village. Hmm. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Miami East to go to the Final Four. I I, I have Miami East as well. Uh, I got a chance to see them down at Fort Laramie, uh, and I I think they whenever you have two guys that are you know capable of scoring twenty to twenty five on a given night, uh, when you look at uh, juniors Wes Enos and Jacob Roth. Uh, two guys who have had each had their share of 20 plus games uh, and minus all the, you know, the chatter that's going on online. Uh, I do think they find a way to get it done. I will take Harvest Prep over Tri-Village in the other semifinal. Uh, and like I said, I will take Miami East to prevail and make it to date. Yeah, I got the same picks as TJ. Um, I actually got to see Tri-Village play at Harvest Prep, but it was against Parkersburg South. Um, in a pretty interesting game. Um, and then things to watch out for for that Miami's Preble Shawnee game. Uh, top four kids, all 2024 prospects. Um, so could maybe see a rematch of this game next year. Um, but I'll go with Miami East over Harvest Prep. TJ, did you go with Harvest Prep as well? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. In Canton. This is a team I needed to apologize to, which is Cuyahoga Heights. Um, I wasn't sure I was believing in them. Um, I got a message on Twitter about them. Um, they end up beating St. Thomas Aquinas, who I picked to win the district, and then they beat Smithville. Uh, they will play Beachwood and then Mentor Lake Catholic against Lutheran East. Um, so I'll take Cuyahoga Heights against Lutheran East. And then I'll take Lutheran East to advance. I have the same. I have Lutheran East uh, beating Lake Catholic. I have Cuyahoga Heights on the other side. Uh, And Cuyahoga Heights is a team that I'm starting to regret uh, that I did not get to see during the regular season. Um, One of their best players, uh, sophomore uh, Max Bowen, transferred to Holy Name. Uh, And when that happened, I just thought, you know, I kind of wrote them off. Uh, so I definitely owe an apology there. Uh, so, yeah, but I will take Lutheran East uh, to win this region, um, actually in pretty dominant fashion, to be honest. Yeah, this has kind of been the Lutheran East Invitational. I went to the regional semis uh, last year or two years ago, um, and Lutheran East absolutely dominated. Um, so I think they do it again, um, and I'll also take Cuyahoga Heights to beat Beachwood, so same as you guys. 
All right, so in the final four of Division Three, I'm going to take um, Ottawa Glandorf against Afrocentric. I'm going to take Ottawa Glandorf to return to the state finals. And then I'm going to take Lutheran East over Miami East in the other semifinals. And give me OG in the finals. OG is going to beat Lutheran East in the finals and complete the mission that they appear to be on. I will have uh, Ottawa Glendorf and Lutheran East in the state championship game as well. Uh, it might be my, my Northeast Ohio bias uh, right now, but I will take Lutheran East. Uh, I think their size uh, and length, especially on the perimeter uh, and on the inside as well, I think this is going to be too much of an issue. Uh, when I look at the backcourt of, you know, Cody Head and Junior Chauncey Brashers, two guys that can really guard and apply pressure on the ball, I think that will give OG uh, some issue. I think if OG has, is able to get in the half court and get settled in, I think it's a completely different game. Um, but I do think the difference will be on the defensive end, and I will take Luther Mies. I'm going to switch it up just a little bit. I'm going to take uh, Lutheran East over Miami East in the Battle of the Easts. Uh, and then I'm going to take uh, Afrocentric over OG and then Lutheran East over Afrocentric. I like it, gentlemen. So we got <clears throat> two Lutheran East, one Ottawa Glendorf. Um, all right, gentlemen, Division Two is a mess. Um, I was looking. I was looking at this earlier today, and like, there's a couple teams you could go. Oh yeah, I think they're gonna win. But I mean, I counted like eight teams that if you told me they won, I wouldn't be like, oh man, complete shock. Uh, I just think this is this is a wide open field. Um, Bowling Green, we've got Sandusky, Lutheran West, and then we got Rossford and Van Wert. Um, I'll start at the bottom. Um, I think Van Wert is going to beat Rossford. I think Van Wert, kind of like OG. Van Wert lost so many close games during the regular season. Um, they got a lot of tough kids on this team. Aiden Pratt is the quarterback of their football team that, um, that could very easily have beaten Glenville uh, in the playoffs this year. And then... Um, Sandusky Lutheran West. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Sandusky. Uh, they, TJ, you saw them live. They turn those games into a fiasco. Oh, they do. I mean, I mean, it's just a circus. They play, and this is no shade to Sandusky when I say this. Um, it's almost a compliment, but I think they play a very ugly brand of basketball, but. They do a very good job of pulling you into it. Yes. Uh, so I, I think they control the tempo. Uh, they have guards that can, you know, rattle off six to eight points in about a 90-second span. Uh, they play hard. They defend. Uh, I think Lutheran West is the more talented of the two teams. Uh, I think Lutheran West won't have many issues handling their pressure. Uh, so I will take Lutheran West in that game. And then I am going to go with Rossford over Van Wert. Um, but ultimately, I will take Lutheran West 
to win that region. I think they're the most tested team out of the four. I think they played the best competition throughout the season. Uh, I think they have the most pieces out of the four teams. Uh, and I just love what Coach Duke is doing up over there. So, yeah, give me Luther and West. I'm gonna you can't it. pick against your honorable mention state champ. So I'm going to go with Luther and West. Um, I do like where your head's at, Stubbs, uh, with the Sandusky upset pick. I just think that Lutheran West guards, um, they're both juniors, but they're experienced juniors. They played a lot of basketball in Jason Levis and Derek Fairley. Um, I think they handle the pressure well enough. Um, I think the only way Sandusky wins is if they force 20-plus turnovers, and I have faith in Lutheran West guards to not do that. Um, and I think Rossford, I just think forced is such a problem inside. Um, but, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I'm a big fan of Aiden Pratt. Um, obviously, I don't scout football, um, but big-time fan of him on the basketball court and his football highlights, very impressive. Um, so good luck to him at Findlay. Uh, but I'm going to go with Lutheran West over Rossford. Yeah, I, I'm going to take um... – this is a bit of a surprise. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Van Wert over Sandusky, um, and TJ and I talked about this in, in pertaining to Lexington earlier in the year. We thought their guards w- may be their downfall, and when you commit 31 turnovers uh, and really only still lose by eight points, um, I mean that kind of that shows you how good their front court was, but seeing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. You know, Lutheran West is really good. I'm I'm just going to go Sandusky, Van Wert, and then I'm going to take Van Wert to be the second WBL team to make the state tournament this year. All right. Uh, One thing I don't think I mentioned um, on the show so far, and I I don't think it was last week either, um, but that doubleheader that I got to see with uh, Sandusky, Mansfield Sr., and then Shelby Lexington over at Ashland High School, uh, that was just a really fun day. I mean, Ashland's high school is like gym is really small, uh, but it was packed out. Uh, both games were sold out uh, after they cleared the gym. Uh, it was a split session. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, that Mansfield Senior Sandusky game was just a, a track meet with the basketball in it. Uh, and then the Lexington Shelby game was one of the probably a top five games that I saw all season. Uh, it had about five or six different twists and turns, and I generally had no idea who was going to win. Uh, and then you had junior Alex Bruscotter fouled out, and then shortly after he fouled out, you had freshman Braden Fogle fall out for Lexington. So it was like the two guys who had just been going back and forth. I think Bruscotter finished with 37. Uh, Fogle might have had 22, 24, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, yeah, it was just a, a, a hell of a game. Uh, that Lexington was able to to pull out. Yeah, I mean, that crowd looked uh, fantastic at that game. People were standing. Oh, it was. Um, Roth, did you take Rossford to advance? Yep. And TJ Lutheran West. Oh no, I took I took Lutheran West to advance out of the region. But I had Rossford over Vanford. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I had the same. same. I had Lutheran West over Sandusky, Rossford over Van Wert, Lutheran West winning the region. All right. Um, down below, Vandalia. Kettering Alder and Dunbar in a rematch of a two-point game early in the season. 
Um, teams have changed significantly since then. And then you got Bishop Watterson and Dayton Chaminade, who I believe played uh, in 2021 in the regional uh, in the COVID year. Um, boy, Alter and Dunbar. I want so bad for Dunbar to be at UD Arena because Dunbar has like this rock band like following. Um, with, if the game is in Dayton, um, their fan base will come out in droves. Um, I would just love for them to get to experience that. Um, so I don't know why I'm doing this, but I am going to take Dunbar to beat Alter. Chaminade and Watterson, I think, is going to be closer than people think. Um, I watched Watterson recently. Cole Rett is going to be a problem on that low block. Watterson has... Uh, a good bit of size um, outside of him, you know, some pretty pretty sizable kids. Um, I think this game is going to be really clo really closer than people think. Um, but I am eventually going to take CJ to advance um, to take on Dunbar, and I will take CJ to beat Dunbar in the semis or in the final regional final. I would love. Uh, for Dunbar uh, to get back to get past Kettering Alter, uh, especially considering everything that Dunbar has had to deal with this this year, yes. uh, losing uh, unfortunately losing a player. Uh, but my gut has Kettering Alter over Dunbar, uh, CJ over Watterson. I would disagree with you, Stubbs. I, I think CJ wins that game by double digits, uh, and then I will stick with my state championship pick. I will take Shamanad Julian to advance out of that region. Yeah, I got the same picks um, as TJ. Uh, Going to be interesting because Alter could have back-to-back -back rematches um, against teams that beat them. 0-1 against Dunbar, then 0-2 against CJ in the regular season. Um, I think they get revenge on the first one, but not the second one. All right. Athens. Back to Athens. Bishop Reedy against Maysville. Tri-Valley, the only team to beat Maysville this year, uh, against Fairfield Union. Uh, I'm not going to make any secret. I'm going to take Bishop Reedy in the uh, first semifinal. And I think Tri-Valley is playing really good right now. Um, they got some real nice size. Um, I, I think that they are going to beat Fairfield Union. And then I will take... Bishop Reedy to beat Tri-Valley. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Uh, I have Bishop Reedy. Uh, I think that team is just on a mission this year. Uh, I think when you watch them, the camaraderie that they have, uh, it, it's, just, it's refreshing uh, just to watch how they play for each other. The ball's constantly moving. Guys are physical, playing inside out. I think the duo of Caleb Schaefer and Charlie Russell has been phenomenal. I think Luke Ruth has been the catalyst, kind of you know, the straw that starts to drink for them. Uh, so I will take Bishop Reedy over Maysville, and then I will take Fairfield Union on the other side. And ultimately, Bishop Reedy winning the region. I want you all to put some more respect on Maysville's name. This is I'll leave that <laughs> to you, bud. I'll leave that to you. Sell me, Roth. Sell me. You know, I went and saw Maysville this year, and um, 
you know, I really like senior Hayden Jarrett. I, I think they shoot the ball well. Um, their coach uh, was Ohio's all-time leading free throw shooter for a career, was recently overtaken by B.D. Lore at Caldwell. Um, I think it, it's just like the OG one. I'm not going to pick Reedy to lose, um, but all the Reedy fans can quote me when I say they're on upset alert this Thursday night in the combo. Woo! Um, I think I think that they're the two best teams in the region. Um, it has to be the game with the most combined wins that we'll see all week, unbeaten versus one loss. Um, I think it's going to be a really good one. Um, I am picking Reedy to win, um, but I, I don't know if it's as easy as you guys think it is. Um, and then I'll actually take Fairfield Union over Tri-Valley. Um, I just watched Fairfield Union just kind of dominate New Lexington physically. Um, and I know Tri-Valley also has size, um, but I, I just feel like Fairfield Union, they, uh, they're a physical team, um, and I think they're going to get it done. So give me Bishop Reedy uh, to win the region. Um, but upset alert, don't, don't sleep on Southtown, all right? Southtown's coming. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, Maysville coach downtown Dave Brown. Uh, had an outstanding career at Muskingum as well. Former Coshocton Redskin, Dave Brown. Yeah, and, and I can guarantee Maysville is going to bring two to 3,000 fans to the combo on Thursday night. It's going to be rocking. All right, Roth giving out his second upset alert. Um, down in Canton, give me uh, Bookdale over Cheney, and I will take Gilmore Academy over Glenville. And I will take Akron Bookdale to advance to the final four. I have the exact same picks as you, Stubbs. Uh, I think that regional final, um, potential regional final, I should say, with Bookdale and Gilmore has an interesting storyline. Uh, for those of you who remember last year uh, in the district tournament, uh, Akron Bookdale got into a, a bit of a skirmish. Uh, I'll leave it at that uh, with Akron East. Uh, unfortunately, they um, they saw the suspensions of, I believe, Amir Robinson. Uh, Braylon Wells was suspended. Uh, so they had lost two or three of their, their best players uh, as a result of the altercation. Uh, Gilmore was able to upset them in the district final, uh, despite Coy Thurman's like breakout game. Uh, so I think that Bookville team is going to have something to prove. Uh, I think they're going to beat Cheney, and then I think they will beat Gilmore as well. I will take Coach Dent and company down in Dayton. Yeah, this is where I plan to be on Thursday. Um, whether I'm really happy or really upset is going to be decided by what happens at 1 p.m. at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Um, but I'm <laughs> going to do that doubleheader um, on Thursday. I'm going to agree with you guys. Um, Bookdale over Cheney. Um, intrigued to see Josiah Gonzalez. The first time I saw Cheney this year, the only time I saw Cheney this year, he was out injured. Um, and then I'm excited to watch Glenville, uh, for the first time. They got a talented freshman guard. Um, but I'm going to go with Gilmore. Uh, they just have more experience. Uh, and then, yeah, I think Bookdale gets revenge on Gilmore, um, in a battle that, uh, like TJ said, should be, should be very interesting. A couple storylines to watch in that one. 
Um, so it should be a good Thursday night at the Civic Center. All right, on the left side of the bracket, I will take Dayton CJ to beat Van Wert. On the right side, I am going to take Bishop Reedy uh, to beat um, Akron Bookdale. And then in the finals, I am going to take Bishop Reedy to defeat Dayton CJ and complete the unbeaten regular season for head coach Tony Basuti, one of the best in the game. Uh, I hope I know we have a, a strong following uh, from Bishop Reedy. Uh, I know we get a ton of listeners from there. Oh, please don't be mad at me after this one. Um, I am going to take Shamanad Julian over Lutheran West, and then I am going to take Akron Bookdale over Bishop Reedy. Uh, I think the guard play of Coy Thurman and Mia Robinson um, is going to be the difference, uh, and then I will stick with uh, CJ over Akron Bookdale in the state championship game. Listen, TJ, they didn't hear a word you said because they have already – uh, printing pictures Pop off a of Roth. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, they turned it off. I, I got them making it down there, so they were done. They were done after Roth. They're gonna be blasting that in the locker room yeah. Wednesday before the game. Um, but I'm gonna go. Oh, uh, hopefully not all the Bishop Reedy fans uh, tuned out because I'm gonna pick Bishop Reedy uh, to beat Bookdale. Um, I'm going to pick CJ to beat Lutheran West, and then I'm going to pick CJ uh, to beat Bishop Reedy. But um, if, if that's the final four, those are four very evenly matched teams um, that could really go any way. Um, so that would probably be uh, the like division that I'd be mo most curious to see uh, if the teams that we sort of expect to make it to Dayton make it there. All right, let's uh. I unfortunately have to get going, guys, so I'm going yep. to give you my Division One picks really quick. Love it. Do it. All right. So, shocker, I am going with Archbishop Hoban to win the region. Uh, I'll have them beating St. Ed's, and then I have Stowe over Walsh Jesuit on the other side. I think Hoban is playing as well as anybody in Northeast Ohio right now. Um, in the Kent Toledo region, I will go with St. Ignatius. Uh, I believe that they beat Garfield in what's going to be a, a classic semifinal game. And then I will take Perrysburg over Toledo St. John. Uh, and then Centerville, uh, I have winning the Cincinnati region. I think they beat Elder. And then I believe they knock off Fairfield in the regional final in a game that I am hopefully at. And then lastly, I will have Pick Central. Uh, I, I have the Tigers winning against Westerville South. And then I have Olin Tangy Orange knocking off Newark. But, yeah, give me Pick Central, uh, the reigning state champs, to go back to Dayton. Uh, I'm, I'm sad I got to miss buy or sell. I was actually really excited about this one. Um, but I will get going, and I will be curious to see what you guys say. So I'll see you guys next week. TJ, who, uh, who do you got in the Final Four? Oh, I will take... I will take Centerville over Pick Central in the semis and then give me Ignatius over Hoban. And then I have Centerville over Ignatius in the state championship game. All right. Thanks, DJ. See you, brothers. Later. All right, Roth, let's finish it out here. We got about 10 minutes to go in the show. Um, so in Cincinnati, uh, I'm going to go with Centerville. 
And then uh, in the bottom here, uh, Princeton has lost to Fairfield twice. The second time was by 23. Outside of that, though, Princeton's only five, uh, five other losses are by six points or less. Um, I don't know what that means here. Um, I'm going to go with Fairfield uh, to, to win uh, for a third time this year and then give me Centerville. Uh, to advance, but I don't think it's going to be easy. No, I don't think it's going to be easy either. Um, uh, if we remember, Centerville had a lot of trouble in this round last season. Um, needed a buzzer beater to beat conference rival Kettering Fairmont. Um, but I do think Centerville advanced to the Final Four. I got them over Elder, and I, I think that Fairfield um, has earned the respect uh, for me to pick them over any conference opponent. Um, so I'll take Fairfield over Princeton and then Centerville over Fairfield, um, and which should be a really, really intriguing regional championship. Yeah, Fairfield 15-1 and one in the GMC this year. Outstanding record. Um, all right, down in Columbus slash Athens, I'm going to take Olentangy Orange over Newark. Um, and then in the bottom, for the first step of taking down the Kalo regime, Pick Central is oh going to knock off Ed Kalo on Thursday. And then on Saturday, they're going to knock off Anthony Kalo to take down the Kalo regime. This is for you, Will Mike. Will it be on Saturday? What's that? Will it be on Saturday? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Um, Don't tell me I didn't warn you. Okay. Pick Central against Olentangy Orange on, on whatever day it's going to be on. Um, the this 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 one's for you, Michael Kalo, who who has been reaching out to me. I want you to keep that same energy on Thursday. I just, oh my! Okay, Michael Kalo. I love you, man. Um, but Pick Central is coming out of here. You know, just a just a rain on Stubbs Parade. I'm not going to rain rain on Stubbs Parade on Thursday because we need to see Pick Central down here in Athens. <laughs> but give me the guard play of OMTNG Orange to make it to Dayton. Senior trio. Jordan Edwards, Elias Lewis, Mikey McCollum, get it done. And Olin Tangy Orange upsets Pickerington Central in the combo. Okay. All right, the toughest. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was transitioning to Cleveland, and I don't know why I thought uh, I was going to do that. <laughs> that's so all that's right, my man. Bad. No, I was just going to say the toughest game to pick for me was Eds and Hoban. Um Kind of along the lines of what TJ said, Hoban is playing really well right now. Uh, I just don't want to be fooled by that. Um, I just trust Flannery. Uh, man, I'm going to take Lakewood St. Ed's to play Walsh Jesuit and then give me Lakewood St. Ed's uh, to advance. But I, I, I'm with TJ, man. This Hoban team is really intriguing. Uh, yeah, I agree. 
Um, I think that's going to be a great game. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to take ads. It's tough to bet against Eric Flannery, um, in a district, in a regional, even when he gets down to state. Um, so I'm going to go with ads. Um, I think we already mentioned it, but the fact that they've had zero 20 point scorers in a game is one of the most absurd stats ever. Um, and I'm going to go with Stowe over Walsh Jesuit, um, in which should be a very intriguing game. A lot of capable seniors on the floor for both sides. Um, and then I'm going to pick St. Ed's over Stowe uh, to make it to Dayton. All right, our last region, the Kent slash Toledo region, Garfield Heights and St. Ignatius. I'm going to take St. Ignatius. And then I'm going to take Toledo St. John's over Perrysburg uh, in a parochial battle in the regional final. Give me St. Ignatius to return to Dayton for a third year in a row. Um, I'm going to agree. Uh, I want to pick Garfield Heights. I really do. I think it's going to be a classic. Um. I'm I'm not gonna do it, but I want to. Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Saint Ignatius, but ooh, that's gonna be a great one um, at Kent State um, on Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, that's the most fun that Kent State has this week, um, hosting that game. <laughs> and then we'll go with um, Perrysburg over Toledo St. John's, uh, and then. I'll take Ignatius over Perrysburg. But I think Perrysburg has a legit shot to make it to the Final Four. Yeah, Coach Boyce does a great job up there at Perrysburg. That would be a that would be a great story if they were able to get there. All right, so I – man, this would be a great setup for, uh, for Dayton and, and the OHSAA if they get uh, St. Ignatius and Eds in the Final Four. Uh, these two teams – Oh, have, wow. Yeah, yeah. These, these two teams have split this year. Um, I'm going to take Ignatius in round three, uh, and you already know on the other side of the bracket, the purple and Scott Centerville, <laughs> the <laughs> the purple and white uh, of Pick Central over Centerville, and then give me Pick Central to be the first team in Division One to repeat since Moeller um, over Cleveland Saint Ignatius in the finals. I'm going to go with Centerville over Owen Tangy Orange, and I am going to go with Wildcats over Eagles in the other semifinal, and I am going to go with Centerville to get their second state title in three years, a little mini dynasty yeah. in the Cups era um, if they're able to get it done. But I think the final four that you mentioned would be just box office heaven if you get the rematch of Centerville Pick Central and Ed's Ignatius. I think at least one of them doesn't make it, though. So yeah. we'll see which one that is. I think any of them could lose. Um, but I think o the OHSA would be licking their chops at semifinal ticket sales if that's the two games, your semifinals. Yeah, so... Definitely a, a chance that the same four teams could be in the 
Division One Final Four as last year. Um, but still a lot of work to be done this week. Um, we will have, by next week's show, we'll be down to 16 teams in the state. And we will have a chance to see if we want to make our change our picks again next week. Yeah, we'll get to see how silly all uh, of our predictions look a week from today. So, Roth, as we close here, uh, any last parting shots before we exit? No, should be a great week of basketball. I'm excited. Like I, I teased throughout the show, Tuesday, uh, plan on being at BG. A Thursday, plan on being at Canton after I make a pit stop in Cleveland for the MAC tournament. Um, should be a great weekend of basketball at Cleveland uh, for the MAC tournament. Lots of former Ohio high school stars. Um, top teams for the top five seats from Ohio um, in Toledo, Kent, Akron, and my Bobcats, OU. Um, so just excited for a bunch of basketball this week. Uh, and we'll see who the final four in each division is going to be. Yeah, man, I can't wait. You got college basketball tournaments going on this week. High school, regional, girls' state, 